recovered very well physically and mentally. Um, you know, the way we wanted to play and expected to play against France was what we did in the first 30 minutes and uh, it was a, a great uh, experience for everybody, um, uh, you know, uh, to play against a, a great quality opposition as, as, as them and what we take away from that is learning lessons and <clears throat> tomorrow we're, we're just solely focused on tomorrow's game and getting those, uh, getting everything right. Thank you. Aziz? Yeah, look, as the coach said, um, we're recovered well. Um, you know, we've got great facilities over there uh, at Aspire. And, uh, yeah, look, us as a group, we're still upbeat. Um, you know, we've put that game behind us. Look, it was a great experience. Obviously, we had, a, for some of us that were there in 2018, we had another chance to play against the, the reigning champions. And, uh, and obviously, the first 30 minutes, I thought we did really well, but um, obviously at this level, uh, just little one percenters um, can cost you games. And uh, look, it was a lesson learned. We analysed the game and in, in, uh, what we can improve uh, for the upcoming one against Tunisia. And uh, look, we're ready to go and uh, really excited. Thank you. Uh, I'll go to the floor, starting from the gentleman at the back. Which I think you need to. Bilal Nasser, SBS Radio. Aziz, uh, how uh, the win today uh, of uh, Iran going to inspire your guys in uh, the game tomorrow against Tunisia? Oh, look, in, uh, at this level, anything's possible. Um, you know, we've seen that in, in multiple matches. Um, but look, we're just focused on ourselves. Uh, we've analysed our opponent. Um, we reviewed our game against France. And like I said, uh, We've seen what we needed to improve on in, in the few days that we had. And um, yeah, look, we're ready to go and uh, we're fully focused on ourselves. We know what type of game uh, is waiting for us against Tunisia. It's going to be a tough game, but we're up for the challenge. We've got a great group of players. And uh, yeah, look, like I said, uh, just really excited and, and ready to go. Uh, Joey Lynch for ESPN asking a question in English to Graham Arnold. Get the redundancies out of the way. Arnie, we've seen the news break that Nathaniel Atkinson isn't going to be available for selection against Tunisia. Yeah. Is he going to be available for selection against the Danes? And who comes in at right back for him? Yeah, look, it's one step at a time for Nathaniel. That's why he came off the other night. He's uh, he got a bit of a knock on the ankle again. And uh, <clears throat> but uh, yeah, look, I can be honestly open. It's uh, Frank Karasic will come in and. Uh, we're getting, uh, we got him ready for the game tonight at training. Uh, Mark Schwartz off the sport. Arnie, um, can you give us an update on Aidan Rustic if he is fit and ready to start? We know he was fit to be on the bench last time round. Yeah. Um, and how massive a player could he be for the Socceroos? Yeah, look, he's, uh, he's getting there. He trained uh, well tonight. Um, He's recovered well. He's uh, mentally and, and physically in good shape. Um, tomorrow, as he's as said, tomorrow will be a very, very physical game. The Tunisians like a physical game. We've got to match that, the physical aspect of it. So, um, but he's in good shape. Arifat um, Hamrouni, Foot 24 Tunisia. Coach, um, more than 30,000 Tunisians will be at the stadium tomorrow. So how far can this affect uh, the match of tomorrow? Yeah, look, it's going to be a fantastic experience and it's going to be great for us to uh, play in front of uh, 
such a you know exciting uh, group of fans. So you know, Tunisian fans. We saw the game against Denmark. They make a lot of noise, but that won't affect us at all. You know, it's uh, it's about going out there and getting our job done, and uh, you know, and and looking to you know nullify what Tunisia have. Tunisian national TV, the potential of Tunisian national team. According for you. For me? For Sorry, me. I didn't. I didn't hear that. Uh, Tunisian national TV is strong. Uh, yeah. Is it is a strong team? Yeah. Look, we uh, we 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 watched them obviously play against Denmark. They're physically a big, strong team, and uh, as I said, we've got to match them physically, and uh, and then use our strengths to uh, overcome them. Stephen McGowan from the. Steve McGowan from the Scottish Daily Mail. Um, Graham, can I ask you a question about Martin Boyle, please? Um, it's been confirmed by Hibernian that his season is over with a ruptured ACL. You're certainly disappointed that something that serious wasn't diagnosed sooner uh, with the kind of slightly disruptive influence it may have had. It could have been avoided, could it? Yeah, very much. You know, uh, Martin got that injury probably three weeks ago and... Uh, he went down to Manchester, he went to Edinburgh, um, got MRIs and, you know, he kept feeling it. And then uh, yeah, he, he got another MRI here at Aspatar in, in Qatar and that's where he got uh, diagnosed as that uh, ACL injury. So it's very disappointing. But uh, the kid's in great spirits. He's just such a wonderful uh, person and brings great energy to the team. Even though he's, you know, missed out on this World Cup, he's... Uh, He's such an important piece in the jigsaw puzzle for us behind the scenes because, you know, as is his great mates with him, but he's uh, he's just here to support the boys and make them happy. Graham, Tom Smithies from Keep Up. Um, you spoke before when you picked your squad about the, the toll it would take playing games. And such. What other changes do you think you'll have to make given what the team went through three days ago? Yeah, look, uh, you've got to pick a... When you pick a 26-man squad, you've got to pick, uh, you know, two players for every position in case. But uh, the boys have pulled up fantastically well. And uh, <clears throat> as he as, as said, you know, we were in a great facility, um, you know, as well as uh, we use a great um, a recovery centre. And the boys have pulled up fantastic. So, uh, you know, I don't think there'll be too many changes. We've got to put our strongest line-up out. Tracy Holmes, ABC. Um, one for Graham, one for Aziz. Graham, with all your experience in uh, World Cups, do you sense how different this one feels and the impact of crowds and the impact of being in the this region, the Middle East and North African region, and it's, is it making a difference to some of the results? And Aziz, for you, you said the, um, the one percenters, and there's literally hundreds of those, so can you tell me what maybe three key one percenters might be thank you me first or as is yeah okay no look um i think the world cup is growing and growing on people and uh there's more talk about football now and uh the games are you know the stadiums are getting fuller and fuller and and uh you know we just saw obviously qatar against senegal and um you know as i said it's it's really growing in momentum and uh <clears throat> you know i think uh, it's not so much you know, with the shock results of uh, it's the quality of it, the Asian nations. Asia is, 
is, you know, in Australia we don't respect Asia and what their qualities are, you know. We don't respect uh, Japan and Saudi Arabia when we played against them in the qualifiers. Everybody, everyone thought they were a pushover. But the amount of money that you see that the Asian nations are putting into the development of the game and what the game needs compared to Australia is, is ridiculous. Yeah, um, yeah, like I said, the one percenters obviously analysing the last game against France, um, you know, being tighter on crosses, um, you know, taking care of the ball more because at this level, especially when you're playing the world champions, um, if you give up that ball easy, you know, you're going to be chasing um, and they're going to punish you. And uh, if you look at some of our goals, it, it was literally um, from our mistakes, um, not so much them splitting us open through the middle and, and getting through us. It was a cross, not marking, um, obviously sloppy turnovers. So, um, you know, we've analysed that. We've worked on that these last couple of days and uh, making sure, um, you know, we patch them up and uh, make sure we get it right tomorrow. Uh, Graeme, David Bash here from SBS. You mentioned the physicality of Tunisia. Can we expect maybe a little bit of a different look up front for Australia, perhaps a little bit more pace getting in behind, making them think about different things than they experienced against Denmark? Yeah, look, I think, um, <clears throat> you know, the way we played the first 30 minutes against France was intended for 90. But, uh, you know, when you uh, turn the ball over cheaply, it's a technical issue and uh, we got pushed further and further back. So, you know, tomorrow's a different kettle of fish. It's, uh, you know, we're in their faces, we'll be up high and we'll be, you know, chasing and pressing like they do and like other teams do and, and uh, you know, being on the front foot. Um, so, Crozi played very well the first 26 minutes and they score uh, a goal against the world, ex-world champions. Uh, your team just played uh, two friendly matches uh, in September with New Zealand. Do you think it's this enough to play this big tournament, just two friendly matches? Well, we had no choice because there's only seven days leading. So, <clears throat> you know, it's uh, as I said to the boys after the... After the game, I got him back in, in, in a meeting and pretty much just said to him, this is the best friendly game you could have ever had. And I know it's not a friendly and that, but it's a, you know, to play France in the first game, you're playing against the best in the world. When you make a mistake, you get punished. So, and we've got two games now to, to win those two games to get through to the, to the last 16. So, <clears throat> you know, the expectations were probably low to beat France, but it's been a, it was a great experience. The young boys learn a lot, the older players learn a lot, and as I said, it was a, a great lead-in game, France, to play these next two games. Graham, Sam McClure from 3RW Radio. I think your camp, as well as you know, back home, have talked about the Tunisian game being our grand final. What, whatever happens to, to you after this tournament, what will your legacy or what do you hope that your legacy on the Socceroos team is going to be moving forward? Because you've talked about development, you've talked about pathways. What do you want it to look like? And I just, uh, you know, we've won two games out of 17 at a World Cup. And uh, I just want to put smiles on Australian faces. You know, to see the reaction of the Australian fans after Craig Goodwin scored. And that's a special moment that people will remember for a long, long time. Um, just uh, my goal is to win a game or two and three or four and go forward and put smiles on uh, Australian football fans' faces and the public. And I believe 
the ratings were over a million people, you know, for the first game, and which is incredible. Um, and as I said, it's not about me, mate. It's uh, it's about the players and helping them, but also, you know, making and helping the game grow in Australia. And uh, as I said, if if we uh, when we when we win a game, I love to see the footage of all the smiling faces. That's the main thing. Graham, uh, David Mark from the ABC in Australia. As Bash said, you just um, were talking about the fact that Tunisia are a big, physical, strong side, but you were also lamenting after the France game that France were a big, strong, physical side. So what changes for you if you're coming up against the same problems? Yeah, look, it's... Uh, <clears throat> again, as 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 he's, as, as he's said, it's, um, you know, those small details, you know, you know, with those crosses coming in the box, don't have your back to the def uh, the attacker. Be side on. Be ready to attack it. Just little details that uh, you know. In in a lot of ways, you don't. I, I don't get time to do that because of it's only seven day lead-in or those short lead-ins. But at the end of the day, it's lessons learned. And uh, but on the physicality side of things, we've just got to muscle up and give it our best. Vince Rigari from the Sydney Morning Herald. One for you, Arnie, and one for you, Aziz. Arnie, you got three guys with yellow cards going into this game. I think Juki, Moy, and Irvine. Is that going to affect your selection in any way, or is it just a case of get through this game and worry about that later? And Aziz, Arnie sort of touched on it. This game is 9pm on a Saturday night back home. It's going to be one of those nights where Federation Square is packed. Everyone's watching it. Um, I guess, how do you feel about that? Because the Socceroos don't play too many games in prime time in Australia, especially during World Cups? So my answer is yes, just yes. <laughs> no, as Arnie said before, we all saw the footage as well of back home after after Goody scored and, um, yeah, look, it was, uh, you know, it gives you goosebumps that you do that to to the nation back home. So, um, yeah, look, like you said, it's a, it's a perfect time for, for everyone back home, our family, friends especially, that will be watching. Um, yeah, look, we're going to go out there, um, all guns blazing, and uh, you know we want to. When that final whistle goes, you know we want to see more footages of of everyone, like you said, at Fed Square, uh, going crazy again. Um, that's our main goal. Um, so we're fully focused. Um, you know we know what's ahead of us tomorrow. Like the coach said, it's going to be a fight. You know we've got to match that fight and then play our football. And that football we played against France first thirty. That's got to be. 70, 80, 90 minutes. So, um, yeah, we're ready to go. And, and like I said before, the boys are really upbeat and really excited. Carlos Grillman from Reuters. A question uh, on, the, on the track record, the World Cup track record you mentioned before. It's now seven games, if I'm not mistaken, without a win at, at the World Cup. Does that play any role in, in the heads of players going into that game, which is a sort of a must-win game tomorrow? No, we use it as motivation. You know, it's as I said, it's... Uh when you look since back to 2006 and we've only ever won two games from 17, it's uh, not a fantastic record uh, overall. So it's about using it as motivation to get out there and uh, be the next golden generation. Hi guys, uh, Ben Lewis from SBS World News. Just touching on what our Tunisian colleague asked earlier. Um, Tunisians are essentially treating this as a home World Cup. There'll probably be 10 times as many red shirts as, as yellow shirts in the stands. For Aziz, does that make a difference to you if you're sort of playing against this wall of sound uh, and have sort of only a small amount of Australian support there in comparison? No, um, obviously you want to play in front of fans. Um, 
you know, we've been uh, fortunate enough with our national team, you know, we've been to places where I think a lot of teams would have struggled. You know, we went to Honduras in a full stadium. You know, we played against Peru in the playoffs where it was just Peru. We did that in the World Cup uh, against Peru as well last uh, campaign. And, yeah, look, it's exciting, you know, for myself uh, personally. I've been lucky enough at club football to play in uh, hostile environments um, in Turkey. And, uh, look, I'm really excited. You know, we saw footages of their fans and that's what you want. That's what football is all about. Um, me as a footballer, you never want an empty stadium. And, uh, look, our supporters uh, the other night against France were great. The Aussies were, you know, were loud, could hear them, even though there was a, a lot of France uh, supporters. You know, you could hear the, the Australians uh, supporting us uh, throughout the whole 90 minutes, uh, despite the results. So, um, yeah, look, I'm excited uh, to get out on that pitch and, and uh, hear the hostile environment. Um, it kind of, uh, yeah, kind of puts fire in my belly a bit more, to be honest. I think the best thing for the players will be they can't hear me shout on the bench. <laughs> They'll be happy. It's because you're the closest, one half of it. <laughs> uh, Graham, Luke Doherty, Fox Sports News, just over here. So just yep. clarity on what Vince was asking, is that yes, it does factor in, or yes, you just roll with it with the boys on yellows? Yes, just roll with it. Karim Abdelmohsen, Mokwa Kora. So I live in Logan, Arabia. This will be good. Hopefully it's for you. You gotta just hold it. Coach Graham, we see that the loss of the first game can be a bigger impact on the next game. Will there be a kind of adjustment to achieve the victory? Thank you. I don't think it makes any difference because at the end of the day, you know, the other two nations have to play France as well. So it's it's more about, you know performance again and uh, making sure that uh, you know we're ready for this game. Uh, Radio Mosaic FM Tunisia, Mohamed Ali Arfei, my question mm -hmm. is for uh, the coach. Uh, coach, according to the, to the previous result of uh, this group, we can say it, it will be like a final for the two teams, Australia and uh, Tunisia. and. According to your analysis, what, what are the weaknesses and uh, strengths of the Tunisian national team? Well, I think, uh, you know, <coughs> I won't be able to say that publicly, but, uh, yeah, look, Tunisia are obviously a good side. And, um, you know, they're, uh, you know, they play in, in a country where it's very well respected and there's big crowds and, you know, they've got a lot of passion for the game in Tunisia. So it's... Uh, you know, for us though, it's all about focusing on ourselves and making sure we get our performance right. We can't, we know what Tunisia do, we know how they play, we know the formation that they play, 4-3-3, and we've got to be ready for that. Adrian Archuli here from SBS, one for you Arnie. You let us in on a change before for Fran Karacic. Um, potentially up front, could we see Jamie McLaren coming for Mitch Duke? What's, what's the thinking up there? Obviously, goals potentially going to be needed. What are you thinking? Yeah, well... I don't want to give away the start and line up. So, you know, um, you know, Jamie's obviously a great goal scorer. Mitchell Duke works hard and we've got some choices there to, uh, to make. But uh, at the end of the day, I think uh, at some stage you'll see both of them on the field. Uh, Arnie, Luke, SB, uh, SBS. Fox SBS. <laughs> Just watching uh, Adrian do his thing. That's how good you're going. <laughs> I've switched jobs while I'm here. <laughs> um, Rob Page, the Wales coach, said today... Uh, for the, about the 1pm kickoff, that 
he went out in the middle and even with the air-conditioned stadium, it was still really, really hot for the players. I was just wondering if that's factored into coaching staff's planning at all. Yeah, look, we trained in the sun today, um, pretty much for the first time, um, to give the boys that experience. But uh, it's the same for both teams. And uh, <clears throat> as I said, the boys who you, you know, been here and you, you know, have seen the culture and the heat in Qatar and you know, whatever it is, we'll be ready for it. Thank you. Any more questions on from the floor? Wait for one minute. One minute. <laughs> they might come oh. up. Let's say. There you go. <laughs> Five seconds. Just, that was. I'm just a drag out the agony for you. Great. Um, <laughs> do you see this as a must-win game? Uh, got to get something out of the game. Yeah, it's when you say must-win. We draw, we're still in it. So, you know, at the end of the day, we've got to get a result. Hey, 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 hey.